Hey you guys, what's up? We are the Otaku Couple and I am Mrs. Otaku. And I'm Mr. Otaku. And this is the I'd Rather Anime Podcast. This is your place to catch up on all things anime, new and old, with a lovely edition of our opinions, thoughts, and banter. This is the review episode of Magi and Sinbad. So we know you could be doing other things, so we're glad that you'd rather anime with us. So let's get right into it. Yep, so this is actually two separate series. Magi has two seasons, both of them have 25 episodes each. And then there's also Magi The Adventures of Sinbad, which only has 13 episodes. The reason why we're reviewing these together is because they're all All in the same universe. The order that they come out is actually Magi came out first and then Sinbad came out after that. But the order of the timeline is that Sinbad is set further in the past. But um, Sinbad is in all three series. We watched them in the order that they came out. So we watched Magi first, first and second season, and then went back and watched Sinbad. And uh, it was a very good experience. Would you say that's the order other people should watch it in? Or would you say they should do it chronological? Um, I would definitely say that I would watch Magi and then Sinbad only because the ending of Sinbad is going to leave you there's a gap between the ending of Sinbad and where Magi begins. So from my perspective, I think it's better to watch Magi and see where Sinbad ends up because he's a much older version in the Magi series. Whereas Sinbad, he's young. Like it's it's literally his story. So from like his beginning birth. to teenage years, like his origin. And, yeah. and, his, and let me tell you, Sinbad is the best part of this whole series universe. I wouldn't say he's the best part, but he is definitely a really, really good, interesting part. I will definitely say that. And if you like magical, overpowered dudes who are just like casually overpowered, not like flaunting your face, but like, I know I'm overpowered. You know I'm overpowered. You don't want to fight me. You just don't want to do that. The, then you're. this is the type of stuff that's going to float your boat. Yeah. Um, both of these, uh, not both of these, uh, but both, all three. There, are three. there are two seasons of Magi, one of Sinbad, so two, three, however you want to think about it in your head. Yeah. Um, all of it's dubbed on Netflix. Of course, it's also subbed on Netflix if that's what you prefer. Um, if you haven't seen it, like I said, I, th- I think it's worth the watch. I think it's definitely worth the watch, too. Um, it's an action, adventure, magic shonen i mean uh, fantasy i don't know but i don't know if i would call it shonen it is actiony but i don't know about call it shonen anime well you do have the protagonist that gets better as he goes along you know well let's tell you what this is actually about so um so there like like mr otaku said there are there's magi and then there's sinbad Magi is called the Magi, the Labyrinth of Magic, and then also the Kingdom of Magic. And basically, Magi follows this kid named Aladdin. And Aladdin is, which is, his title is called a Magi. And basically, his role in the world is to find kings, essentially, and guide them so that they can become rulers who make choices that keep the future on track and they're super super extra powerful and they control these things called the Ruch and um, basically there's these like little light butterflies that they control that give magic from like the light and the spirit and 
all of that good stuff. And basically, humans can only control a certain amount, but Magi can control pretty much an endless amount. Um, and it follows Aladdin's adventure as he comes to the human world, as he meets different people, as he makes friends, as he learns things, he figures out what a Magi is and what his role in the world is. Um, the second season continues that, except now you start to really get into the, the thick of the plot and the villains and things like that. Um, and of course, Sinbad is in Magi. He is one of the rulers. Um, he rules his own nation. Um, and when you get to the uh, adventures of Sinbad, that's what the entire series is about. It's about him beginning out as a nothing, essentially, working his way up to being the king of his own nation and being super overpowered because he doesn't start out that way yeah yeah overall it's pretty cool um i definitely think it's worth a watch um it's anybody- a good beginner anime too like if you aren't into the whole tropey things that you sometimes get in other anime like everybody knows when you watch an anime sometimes you get you pause it and it's an inappropriate scene and you're just like ah you really don't have a whole lot of that I mean, it's still an anime, so there are some. There, there are some, still, but, but it's not, not overwhelming. It's like, not overwhelming. It's not way over the top. It's not. Yeah, like if you much. randomly pause it, more likely than not, you're not going to end up on a scene like that. But there are a couple, so you know. That's why I said beginner anime because it's there, but it's not like yeah. every scene. Yeah, but it's still good. It has um, the world development in this anime. I would say it's it's pretty good. So, yeah. But um, since we can't really talk about that without getting into spoilers, we're going to take a little break here. And yeah. Okay, so now that we're back from our break, we are going to go ahead and let you guys know that we're about to get into some spoilers. So if you haven't seen Magi the Labyrinth of Magic or Magi the Kingdom of Magic or Magi the Adventures of Sinbad, this would be a good time to pause the podcast Go watch it, go binge it, then come back. Or if you don't care about spoilers, then more power to you. Cool? Cool. We gave you fair warning. Yep. So, uh, with that out of the way, Sinbad is awesome. All right, I just wanted to get that out of the way before we start. <laughs> Sinbad is definitely awesome. Um, but now that we can talk a little bit more freely, he, Sinbad is awesome, but he is not my favorite character. Who's your favorite character? I would probably say Morgiana. Morgiana, okay. Only because I feel like of everyone aside from Aladdin, she has the largest character arc. And I really liked that she didn't become the love interest of either Aladdin or Alibaba. So and yeah. she was she was really strong and she was her own character and she like actually developed as the story went on. And so basically, um, and Magi, talking about Magi first, because Sinbad is kind of a separate on, separate thing. With Magi, there are three main characters. You have Aladdin. He's the 10-year-old. I don't want to say he's like a genie, but essentially, like, he's got a flute that's essentially got a magic genie in it. If you've ever seen, like, the Disney version of Aladdin, yeah. that's what it kind of reminds you of. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's Alibaba. And basically, he is the third prince of a nation, but the kingdom was he ran away from the throne 
because yeah. he think he, he thinks that he's responsible for getting his father killed. So he's working to get make some money so that he can go like live his own life free and adventureful or whatever. And then there's Morgiana. And basically she is she's a female slave, right? But she's from this tribe of people who have this really bright red hair and they're super, super strong and they're really good hunters. And it's I think they call it the Black Continent or something like that. Uh the Black Continent was the one over across the void. Um, yeah, that's where she's from. No, she was from a place that she went to go visit. She can go. No, she the couldn't go because remember when she got there. That's where she. Her people. They said said that they had heard they had moved across the void, but she visited the place of her homeland, which was pretty much empty. Right, because but it they, had been ravaged. Right, but they they called it something in the show that was really derogatory, like the land that she's from. It's, they gave it something that's kind of a derogatory name, and she's like, "No, the true name is yeah, yada yada yada." Yeah. yeah. So call it that. Mm-hmm. But um, essentially, I like I like her the best because, like I said, she started out as a slave, and she met Aladdin and Alibaba several times, and it took them talking to her to be like, "Hey, you know, you're worth more than this," because they end up it's, they kill end up killing her slave owner. Like, just straight up. Like, there's no sugarcoating it. That's what happens. He dies. And um, she, they set her free. And so her first goal is to go back to where she came from. And so there's a time when the three of them, even though they're the main characters, they all split and go their separate ways. But then, of course, you know, fate keeps bringing them back together. And yep. things like that. But as they're apart, she grows and she becomes stronger in who she is. And, you know take starts to take pride in herself and what she can do so that's why she's my favorite character yeah i think she has a great character arc but uh sinbad he just has that charisma that power that that nonchalantness that i like you know who's my second favorite who jafar jafar yeah or judar nope jafar because Jafar is his, oh, yeah. ass- Our, his assistant, his it's assistant just, right okay. hand. Because, you know, when you have an overpowered, woman-loving, kind of freelance drunk, you have to have that, that one friend who's just like, <laughs> like, like no. Like, like, chill out. Got to keep you under control. Got to make like, sure you don't do stuff you ain't got no business doing. Right. And it's like, you're a king. We need you to get this together. Yeah. And when so, you see how that relationship came to be in Sinbad, in, in Sinbad you appreciate just, it more. You appreciate it even more. But um, essentially, Jafar is an assassin. His ori- Switching over to Sinbad. When Sinbad is young, before he even really gets his, uh, after he gets his first metal vessel, which is basically they call the things that, they're not genies, but the they gin. act like genies. They're, they're called jinn. They're called jinn. And essentially, you have this metal tool that they are that they are that they're, to. that they are housed in. Yeah, they call it a metal vessel because right? it has to be metal. Because it has to be metal. And then and once you, you have your your gin and your metal vessel, that um, that metal vessel user or whatever can also uh, have household members that are also bestowed with extra powers and stuff. But and you can only have one household member per gin, so. Did they explicitly say that? or Yeah, they did. That's why... They did it in Sinbad. They didn't explain it in Magi, but they Uh did explain it in Sinbad because that's why... um, That's why all of his household members have different 
powers because they come from different metal vessels. Oh, that's the thing that's so great about uh, Sinbad, probably why Mr. Otaku likes him, is because he Sinbad has multiple metal vessels. He's got seven of them. He has seven of them. And it got to the point where the other gen were like, hey, look, you got too many of them. We forbid you from going to another dungeon. Just no, you're good. And so, um, and with that being said, he has... Um, I don't want to say eight sidekicks, but essentially he's got eight people who are surrounding him and they're called his generals. Seven of them have the powers of his household vessel, but then he's got one and she's a mage. And yeah. here's the thing. Mages and magis cannot control gins. There's something about the the magic of the gin and the magic of the roof that don't mix. So I thought that was kind of interesting. But um, anyway, kind of rambling. The point is, the series was really interesting. The characters, like, again, if you listen to the podcast, you know that I love characters and character development. And I feel like an anime is a lot better when you have characters who you feel like you're invested in. And you get invested in Aladdin in a way that when you first start watching it, you don't think you will. Because yeah. at first he just kind of pops up and you think, okay, he's just this annoying little kid. But then you, as you, the story goes along and you get to see him, you get to know him and you realize that, oh, hey, he's the protagonist of the anime and not Alibaba. Then you sort of get a different perspective. And I kind of yeah. like it that. It kind of just grows, you, grows on you and you like, you kind of grow with him. Yeah. So it's just like, as he's finding more and more about, out about the world. You know, and you're finding more about the world and his views are changing and his perspectives on things are changing. It's kind of like you just get more and more invested in him and his character. And, you know, the same for Alibaba and Morgiana, really. Yeah. You know, so they have great character arcs. Um, Sinbad was always cool. Let's just be honest. Yeah. But it's just like his journey was still cool along the way. And his feats. I mean, I I just like this. I like his feats. There's something enticing about a character or a person who is who knows that they are going to be great and that's what Sinbad's attraction is in the anime it's like even from the beginning when he's a nobody people are attracted to him because he believes in himself and what he's going to do so thoroughly that it's just like there's no other option except for me to be great and so other people just like step aside as like I'm gonna let you be great and I'm gonna follow you and I'm gonna watch and he's just like he's Mr. Taco said he's got that charisma and I like that but then for me I also kind of like an underdog story and Alibaba's not really underdog because he is a prince but and that's probably why I like Morgiana because she really is (laughs) an underdog yeah she's more of an underdog than anybody else but she's more like a quiet soldier yeah you know she's a quiet soldier but She's like that soldier that's like, oh, I'm just a soldier today, but I'll be a general tomorrow. You know? It's- Not even that. It's like, I'm a soldier and I'm okay with being a soldier because I know that you are my general. And I'm okay with that. Like, she knows the role that she plays yeah. in the group. And I respect that, you know? Yeah, I understand what you're saying. She's not, she's not greedy. I'm not going to say she's not ambitious because she does want to make herself better. But she's not selfish and self-centered. Like, what she does is for her friends. Yep. And she actually cares about them. And she doesn't... 
she doesn't have this typical female shonen protagonist wishy-washiness to her. Yeah, because like I said, she's not the love interest yeah. of anybody, so she's not playing games. She's very, she's very calming and very constant in a lot of ways. She's the glue that holds the other two together. Yeah, she's the one who, yeah, connects them. Yeah, because without her, Aladdin and Alibaba, like they were friends before they met her, but after they met her, it's just like. It's like a triangle. Like, a line is always going to be a line, but once you have that third point, you can't unsee the picture that's there. Does that make sense? I guess so. I've just never heard that analogy before. I just made it up. Oh, okay. That explains why I've never heard it. <laughs> um, but yeah. But um, yeah, the character arcs were great. So you can watch it for the character arcs. You can watch it just because you want to learn more about the the metal vessels, the household members, uh, the Jenny clips that I thought that were really cool. The full body Jenny clips I thought were awesome. They were, and the fights are really really interesting. When you see two people with full Jenny clips actually fighting, it's interesting and it really pulls you in because it's just like. It's just cool because you want to see what what type of abilities they got from whatever gen that they acquired. Yeah. Because there are like so many different types of gen. They give so many different types of abilities. And that's one of the things that's really cool about Sinbad because you don't exactly know what he's going to do because he has seven different gen. Yeah. It's just like... And he, is, he can do the full gen equip. And that's the thing. You can't... It's not like you get a metal vessel and you're just like, okay, not going to gen equip. No, there are levels to it and it's hard and it takes time and yeah. practice and concentration. And Sinbad has seven of them. Yeah, and, and it's like Sinbad is like in order to get a gen, you have to conquer a dungeon. First of all, which is life or death. Yes, if, and at the beginning of Sinbad, they no, not Sinbad. At the beginning of Magi, Magi, they tell you that like, a thousands of people have went into this dungeon and, and none of them have returned. You know, so basically, almost everybody that goes in, it's a win or lose situation. Yeah, so you like, go in and win or you die. Die. Those. That's pretty much it. And. Sinbad, as a child, was the first one to conquer a dungeon ever in all of the world. Mm-hmm. You know, and he proceeded to co- conquer six more dungeons. Mm-hmm. You know, and after that, they, they were just like, "Hey, he can't. Him or any of his household members can't step foot in a dungeon anymore, or they'll just send them back out." Because I don't even think he could go in. I think they block him from going in. Yeah, he can't. They, like, like he can't go into a dungeon. Because yeah. they're just like, you have too much power. Yeah. And we, basically, and mind you, it's not the people putting this rule on him. It's the djinn themselves saying, no, we will, you can't go in the dungeon and you can't make any more contracts with any more of us. Like you have enough. You are good, homie. Like ain't nobody finna do what you just did. All right. Yeah. Nobody. Even if they get four, guess what? You still got another three on them. So you're good. Yeah. I mean, he's <laughs> Like just... stop. And he was also, I'm pretty sure he was the first person to ever do the full the full Jenny quip. And when he showed he was, it off in that one fight, oh my gosh. When he when he flexed on that king, mm-hmm. and he, he took he's so nice with it. He took him away from his subjects, you know. He so embarrassed he, him in private. So yeah, he embarrassed him in private instead of in public. And he was like, Look, I want what I want, but it's not to fight and you know, whatever. And the king was like, oh, you seem like you've decided you've already won or whatever. He was like, oh, I'm sorry. I thought I demonstrated my abilities earlier in battle. I should have shown you this from the start. Points his sword and uh, boom, all the mountains in the background just Imagine all the mountains is like six fully formed mountains. Yeah. It's just like. Just clears them away in a single blow. 
With no sweat, no no drain or anything. No. Yeah, King paid attention to what he had to say. After that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was epic. Um, there are a bunch of other epic moments, but I mean, I think we can go on for a while. But the point is, it's a great anime. Go ahead and watch it. Watch all the seasons. The last thing that I want to say before we wrap this up is the other thing that's really great about this is Aladdin himself. Because I realize we talked about everybody else, but not really Aladdin. And Magi is all about him. And basically, I explained what a Magi is. The thing that you have to know about him is basically like all of the djinn answer to him. So when he's doing his full Magi thing, because most of the time he's just a kid, he's go with the flow. He doesn't like to say, show off that he's a Magi and that he's powerful and all this, that, and the other. He doesn't like to do that. That's not him. That's not his personality. But like in the second season, when they are having like this big, uh, like, let's talk about what we're going to do about this issue type thing. And he just says, he's like, oh, you got Jen? Hey, let me talk to him real quick. And all of them pop out and say, yes, master. How can we serve you? <laughs> yeah. And everybody's just looking like, who is this kid? And Alibaba's just standing there like, yeah, this happens sometimes. Like, you just go with it. Yeah. Because it's just like, because <laughs> regular people, like, they can't manifest their gin in their full form, even if they're a metal vessel user. That's the, why they do the gin equip. That's, that's why the they most do. power that they can that's the most power that they can get from them because they can only power them from the rook that they have. Mm -hmm. But Magi can power them from all the rook because they're loved by the rook and they can just use that power however they see fit. Yeah. So it's nothing for them. But uh, it's it's good. It's definitely a good intricate story. And go watch it. Just go watch it. Yeah, it's definitely worth a watch. So all that being said, I have to say that this is the end of the podcast. So, thank you guys for listening. That is it for this episode of I'd Rather Anime. If you liked it, please subscribe to the podcast and tell your friends about it. And make sure you are following us on Twitter at I'd Rather Anime. Feel free to tweet at us whenever you feel like it. And yeah, we know you could be doing other things, but we're glad that you decided to animate with us. Until next time, peace. Out. So, uh, since we're done, can we go watch some anime now? <laughs>